welcome to another episode of the MTP Connect podcast. And we are podcasting this week from Perth, where the Premier of Western Australia's Science Awards have been uh, run and won for another year. It was uh, an interesting comment from the Science and Innovation Minister, Dave Kelly, that stuck out last night. He talked about health and medical research and STEM and science and translation having a buzz about it in this state. So we're going to deep dive into that and get a couple of perspectives on, on that buzz. Dr. Kath Giles is the MD and CEO of OncoRes Medical. She is with us today. Hello, Kath. Hi, Stuart. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Um, and we're also extremely pleased to introduce you to our new Director of Stakeholder Engagement for Western Australia, Dr. Kate Brooks. Kate, hello. Hello. Welcome to MTP Connect. Thank you. Good to be joining you. And our MD and CEO, Dr. Dan Grant, is also with us. Hi, Dan. Hi, Stuart. Great. So, Kath, I'm going to start with you. You're, um, you are of the ecosystem in Western Australia. You're involved in um, venture capital, you've got a startup, you're inventing things, you're translating, you're, you're a doctor. What is going on in WA? What's this buzz that the minister's talking about? Yeah, there's an incredible amount of exciting things happening in Western Australia at the moment. I think since I started working in venture 12 years ago in Western Australia, we've really seen huge amounts of growth. Uh, so around five years ago, we had a lot of grassroots work going on, a lot of accelerator and incubator programs starting up and a lot of uh, that early development of the ecosystem. And I start, think we're starting to reap the rewards of that now. So we have a, a bunch of startups that have progressed into a later stage of development, like Encarez Medical, uh, and we've got a lot of others that are around as well. So, and we're starting to see results and that's great because it takes a lot of patience and a, a lot of hard work and a long time for those ideas that we had. You know, I looked at Encarez in 2013. To, um, it's been six years to get to where we are today. So tell us a bit about Encarez. What are you, what are you developing? So Encarez Medical is developing an intraoperative imaging solution that will help surgeons get all of the cancer out the first time. Uh, the first indication that we're looking at is breast conservation surgery, where 30% of women have to return to surgery within two weeks because the surgeon doesn't manage to clear all of the cancer. And this is only discovered seven to 10 days afterwards when the pathologist has a good um, in-depth look at the specimen. So our solution is a handheld probe that the surgeon will be able to use inside the surgical cavity to identify any tumour, small bits of tumour that they may have missed and remove all of it the first time. So that's uh, obviously got massive implications for not only the, the health and well-being and quality of life of, of patients, but I suppose also the efficiency of the, of the health system. Oh, absolutely. I, so I've worked as a surgical assistant since 2000 and, or the early 2000s. And when I first saw this technology in 2013, I was so excited because it just, it was going to fit into all the trends we were seeing. Surgeons expected to be able to have greater accuracy. They wanted something in their hands that they could use um, to give them more information to make better decisions during surgery. And they want better outcomes for their patients. And patients expect that too. So a technology like this plays perfectly into the trends that we're seeing and, yeah, has a real a huge um, possibility to make an incredible impact on both the patient care and also on the healthcare system. 
And you are coming with us, MTP Connect, to Boston and the MedTech Conference, and we'll we'll come back to that in a minute. I'm going to talk to Kate now. Hi, Kate. Hi. <laughs> You've joined us as our Director of Stakeholder Engagement. Congratulations on your appointment, and tell us a bit about your background. Thank you. It's good to be here, day two on the job, learning, <laughs> learning lots. Um, so my background, I have an astrophysics background, started off as a researcher, um, worked in Chile for a little bit, and then moved to CSIRO for a good 11, 12 years, where I moved away from research and got involved in operations um, of the observatory sites on the East Coast, and then shifted to Perth to help, I guess, transition the new observatory site that CSIRO are building out in uh, the desert there in WA, transition that to operations and aligned with the, the East Coast. So I did that um, up until about four years ago and thought I uh, was really passionate. I am still very passionate about the research industry nexus. It's a quite a complicated interface and was keen to see what it was like from an industry perspective. So I uh, made a bit of a career pivot, landed gently at Murdoch for a little bit, uh, working with their researchers, understanding some of the challenges academics face in commercialising their, their research and, and working with the, the sort of shifting KPIs, I guess, that all, all academics are facing away from publications to, to measuring impact in, in different ways and landed at West Farmers as one of their innovation managers. And so worked there up until Friday for two years. Uh, got to see some really interesting perspectives from an industry point of view, how to work with researchers, how to commercialise within industry, a corporate, despite, you know, what what the best practice is, a corporate finds it tricky to behave like a startup. So a corporate innovation is quite a different beast. And I was happy to get a good experience with that. And now I'm keen to take all these learnings of the research space, academic space and industry space and take it to MTP Connect and learn a lot more about med tech and biotech and pharmaceuticals and, uh, you know, see see how we can bring Perth to, you know, a, a, you know, tap into a lot of the great stuff that MTP Connect are doing nationally. So from all of your various perspectives in the WA ecosystem, what are you, what are you picking up? What are you detecting around this momentum and this buzz? Look, I, I think Perth's a great place. I mean, the isolation of Perth has its challenges, but it also means it's very supportive community. Everything is very close. Uh, a lot of people have worked in previous institutes before or everybody, you know, knows everybody. So the, the ecosystem is a very strong, supportive one. You just have to look at the skyline in Perth and you can see industry's um, presence here. So the oil and gas and mining sector is massive and they do a lot, as you would have seen in the uh, the awards last night. Yeah. So there's a, there's a very strong connection between government, um, industry and researchers working here. And so I think it's a really exciting time as everyone's, there's a lot of will for the community to work together and now we're really figuring out how yep. and how we can do that with, with these new new ventures, new partnerships, new collaborations. Dan? Stuart. MTP Connect in WA, what's our plan? Well, I think our plan's um, really coming together now with, with um, Kate coming on board and, and people might wonder why we've hired an astrophysicist, but 
but think about the importance of big data. Think about digital health and think about the capabilities that she brings to this sector. You only have to see how well connected she is. We went to the Science Awards dinner last night. She knows everybody. It's fantastic. I think it's going to be a great addition to the team. But I think it, it, it is, you know, the appointment does point to the importance of data in the sector. Um, you know, supercomputer in Western Australia, the phenomics center, you know, there are a whole host of opportunities here that, that are untapped. And so I think that we're in for a very exciting two or three year period. Well, we've, we've sort of touched on this uh, industry research interface and the challenges of that and the, and the translation of research. And Kath, I'm looking right at you now. This is, this is a long journey for, for Onkares to get to where you are now. What, what challenges have you had to confront in that journey? The challenges are endless, but that's the beauty of it. Because yep. if it was easy, then, um, you know, we'd already have a solution to this problem. Yep. So, look, there have been a number of challenges that Kate um, intimated around how do you take research out of a research institution and um, put it onto a commercial pathway when the commercial pathway and the research pathway are often in conflict. So, you know, it's managing that from whether it's from a point of view of, you know, documentation around how you structure intellectual property and things to the day-to-day conflict of having a research mindset and having a commercial mindset and being within the same company. So um, it's been fantastic, both UWA and the Department of Health who are the um, were the source of the IP for this project. Uh, we have great relationships with both of them and we continue to work with both of them. So we were awarded a CRCP grant together at the end of last year. Uh, and a linear clinical research came on board with that as well. So that was that was a new partnership f- for us and very exciting. And also, again, to something else that Kate said, the Western Australian ecosystem is very supportive. So, of course, there have been challenges, but we've worked through them and, you know, we're um, hopefully going to progress things further. We actually start our first inhuman uh, patient trial next month. First patient was recruited last Monday. We um, start the trial next Monday. Well, I'm surprised you've got time to spend with us. You should be getting all of that sorted. It'd be a very busy time. Um, and, and maybe also uh, with respect to, you know, the, the tight ecosystem in Western Australia, it's also important to have a view to what's going on in the rest of the world. Absolutely. And that's possibly why you're participating in the MedTech conference uh, as part of our delegation. That was a great segue. Yes, Thank abs- you. absolutely. And I think that's something that in Western Australia, whilst there is a lot of industry, it's not a lot of med tech industry that's here. So um, for us on the on the, the innovation side, it's invaluable to have an opportunity like attending the MedTech conference where you get in a very, um, you know, short period of time. You don't have to be away from Perth for too long. You get to meet an incredible number of key decision makers in the MedTech industry globally, uh, get to see um, what the other companies are doing, you know, the companies that we've read about and researched to get to then watch them present on stage and say, oh, that's a little nugget of information we didn't realise. And, you know, that's fortunately for us, most of the time made us feel a little bit stronger about what we're doing. And then, so we attended, Brendan and I attended the MedTech conference last year as part of the MTP <laughs> Connect delegation. And that was incredible. We had our first foray into meeting a number of the 
key companies telling them about what we were doing at Oncarez. At that point in time, we were still waiting for the results of our accuracy study. So it was great because we said, this is what we're doing and we'll be back in touch to let you know how it all turns out in a few months. And then, so since then, we, we also at that conference got to meet the people at MedTech Strategist who convinced us to go to the Dublin conference and the MedTech Innovator people and thought, this, you know, the MedTech Innovator program sounded really interesting and worthwhile applying to. So we applied to that, pitched, got through to the Dublin rounds, pitched there and were in the finals there. And then we've been really excited to be part of the Accelerator program. So it's 24 companies from around the world. We're the first Australians to make it into the Australian-based company to make it into the Accelerator program, which is fantastic. And um, the learnings that we've had through the intensive summit have been game-changing for us. Mm -hmm. So, so many things that you can do an incredible amount of internet research and have phone calls across the, you know, across the Pacific, but until you're there talking to people, you don't really have that real perspective of what's going on. So that's um, the learnings we've had have caused us to pause, reevaluate everything we're doing, the path that we're taking towards commercialization, which we're doing now. Um, yeah, it's been incredible. So, and then I guess the final thing was winning the value award at the Wilson Sonsini conference. So we were the top four companies out of the accelerator who got to pitch for a value, you know, which was the best value proposition out of the accelerator class this year. And um, it was an audience vote and we won that. So I think that's one of the proudest moments in my career, Having looking back in 2013 where I saw this technology and thought, this is incredible. This has, the, you know, but then that was just my belief mm. and the belief of Christabel and Brendan and my belief in them as an incredible team um, to then go to a global event pitch and a little technology company from Western Australia stood up there amongst, you know, the rest of the companies from around the world. So, yeah, that was incredibly gratifying to and, do that. And there's some more good news there. And, Dan, I'll just ask you about the, the value of participating in these delegations in, in key markets like the United States and particularly in Boston. Well, look, I think, you know, Encores is a great example of, of how attending a conference like this can put you in front of the right people at the right time. And we're really pleased that that They've agreed to join us again this year. It's fantastic that we've had even, you know, played an, even a small role in in their success. It's fantastic to see that you're coming back. We really appreciate it. I'd like to go back to a comment you made about the challenges that Anko Rez has experienced, because I, I think we, we need to start changing the dialogue a little bit. You know, we, we often talk about how we're not good at translating, mm. but the reality is we're getting better at it. And there are success stories like Anko Rez where we are able to extract intellectual property out of research labs and commercialize it. Now, Anko Rez has a long way to go on their journey, but but they're taking big steps and they're doing it really well. And you only have to look across the sector, you know, think about Gardasil, think about Surtex, think about all of those success stories. We are getting better at it. And I think there are challenges, as Kath said, but but there are also opportunities. And and coming on board one of these missions, whether it's the MedTech Conference, BioKorea, BioJapan, Bio itself, they're all great opportunities for companies, for researchers to get exposure to who could 
ultimately be their partner mm. and help them translate. And so, Kath, you're up for uh, another award at the um, MedTech conference. It's only $350,000, so no pressure. Um, that must be pleasing as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking forward to finding out um, whether we get to be in the top four for that one as well, crossing everything that we do. <laughs> and, yeah, so we'll I guess we'll wait and see. So if anyone's coming to the MedTech conference, you know, hopefully um, they'll get to see us up on stage um, holding the flag for Australia. Awesome. Uh, Kate, you're talking about that interface between industry and research and maybe maybe just talk a little bit about your experiences on the on the other side of the industry fence and and what works and maybe maybe what doesn't work quite as well. Yeah, I can certainly talk to that. I, I just want to give a special shout out though to Kath and Onco Res because I mean it's such a busy time for them and what a great you know thing that you're taking time out to speak about this because I think that's a massive part of stirring the ecosystem and in inspiring the next set of people that are coming into this space is to see to see you talking about your successes and your challenges and that and, you know to, to make that a priority is huge that's so so thank you for sharing and you know helping grow this ecosystem um back to industry I think the the challenges are and Kath mentioned them already too that the industry ha have a very fast timeline. They they want to solve their business challenges and they're keen to engage. And I think on the research side, we see a lot of great researchers who are really keen to take their research and apply it. Um, and but there's this: how did we? How do they do that? Who who do we talk to in the in the whole corporate academic network? Which door do we knock on? And so I think the creating pathways between, say, an engineer at a plant and a researcher in a lab, those connections have to happen somehow. And I think that's one of the challenges and that's something I'd really keen to work with MTP Connect and really understand how we can introduce those interfaces. And, you know, we have some great initiatives around the CRCP grant is one of them. What other, what other ways can we do that? How can we um, engage industry and researchers in a way that's not necessarily a a procurement and an invoice, but some sort of collaboration and co-innovation on a particular business challenge. So that's that's the sort of perspectives I've learned from being on the industry fence is it's got to start with the challenge. It's got to, not necessarily the technology, it's got to start with what, what are we trying to solve here? Mm. Well, you, you mentioned f funding and, 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 you know, accessing the capital and maybe you've got some observations, Kath, wearing your other hat in, in, in venture capital around... How do startups, you know, connect with venture capital in a in a meaningful way that grows grows what they're doing? It's a great question. Um, I think my main thoughts around that would be it's never too early to go speak to them to get some advice to understand what they are expecting to see. Is this a technology that they're going to be comfortable investing in or not? And what stage of development do you need to get at? What do you need to show them to really get them to believe? And for me, even with Onkarez, it took, you know, we were, I worked with the inventing team for three years to really, we looked at a different, a bunch of different clinical indications. We made sure we had market validation. There was a lot of stuff that we needed to prepare together before we were able to secure investment. 
from um, Brandon. So I think there's that, engaging early and understanding what they want and also um, looking for a warm introduction, which is, uh, and I guess I hadn't had an opportunity yet to say how exciting it is that MTP Connect has a WA node now. You know, that's going to be something that I'd suggest people go and speak to Kate about because she's going to have a wealth of connections um, to a bunch of different investors and be able to give advice and warm introductions because there's nothing like a warm introduction Mm. to at least help start the conversation in the right way. And what is next? I mean, obviously, you've talked about your your milestone coming up in the next couple of weeks, but how are you tracking with Onkares? Oh, look, we're incredibly excited about uh, what's going on. So we got the results of our accuracy study at the end of last year. That was a really large study that was run at Fiona Stanley Hospital. Uh, So we had 91 patients in total in that. And we showed that we were around 95% accurate in terms of the technology being able to detect tumour when it's there, which is... uh, yeah, we were stoked. Yeah. That was uh, more than what we were hoping for and certainly um, is very encouraging going into our next round of fundraising, which is probably the key milestone and the key thing I need to work on now is uh, making sure we get that Series B round of funding in the door. And so for me, I'm going through that exact thing at the moment. Whilst Brandon Capital you know, will continue to be our investor, I need to go find new sources of investment. So yeah, having to follow my own advice in warm introductions yeah. and having a lot of early conversations to understand what investors need. And the other thing I think is also investors invest in relationships and in people uh, very much, as well as the technology and a good clinical indication and a good business case. So it's been important for me to, I started going and finding out who the investors would be and meeting people back in February, um, you know, giving myself more than 12 months Uh, to really get to know people so they could get to know me and know the team and so that I could show them over the period of this year along with the team that we could, we said we were going to do stuff and then we did it so that they can see that we are doing what we said we're going to do. Mm. You're a startup, but you're already employing, you know, quite a number of West Australians and and I guess as your innovation progresses down that translation uh, pathway with a global product, you're going to be looking at employing a lot more people and bringing, you know, revenue into the state, growing growing the economy. Yeah, that's very exciting. And that's certainly from my role um, at Stone Ridge and then at Brandon and now in Onkarez, growing the WA e- industry and ecosystem has always been a huge passion of mine. So to get to do that uh, sort of at the coalface is uh, really exciting. Uh, and I think that that's also the attitude of the rest of the team. So obviously we want Onkarez to be a success and through Onkarez we want to grow um, and employ more Western Australians. We have 17 people whose salaries are supported now and over over 28 or around 28 in the team in total, Um, but also that we hope that those people will go on to something after Onkarez that will stay in this space. Mm. So we hope that we manage to create a number of other startups that come after us with more experienced people in them. We're wishing you well. Thanks. And and particularly at the MedTech conference and hoping you you get into the final four. Fingers crossed. And and I'll echo what you said about... uh, Talking to Kate, if you're in the WA ecosystem, uh, look us up or at the uh, Harry Perkins building and Kate will be out and about. Mm. And in fact, Kath and I are in the offices next door, so you could come and see yes. both of us very yeah. efficiently. Very Absolutely. Good. And Helga from Brandon Capital as well as in the building, so it seems to be a one-stop shop. <laughs> it's like an intra-hub cluster. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, thank you. 
Thanks, Stuart. It's great to be here. It's great to have Kate on board. It's great to see Kath and Ankorez coming to the MedTech conference. I think it's going to be an exciting couple of months. Thanks, Kath. And thank you, Kate. Thank you. Thanks for joining the MTP Connect podcast. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already done so. It's free, of course, and it just means these episodes are downloaded automatically to your device. It's the best way to do it. So until next time. Thank you.